Hello, friends. I'm your host, Maddie Shook. And I'm her co-host, Megan Mann. And you're listening to Once Upon a Stream, a Disney Plus podcast where we discuss the magical world of content on Disney Plus. Hello. Hi. Heard any news lately? No, no, I don't think so. I think it's been pretty quiet. Very oh, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't even. If, well, there's no already clicked onto Let's this just... episode that obviously all of the news happened. So, literally all of the news. Because it was funny, friend of the podcast, um, Jen from Watchover. Um, she's been really busy with work like lately. And so on Friday she pulled up and has been like, I've been offline for like the past three days and basically all of the entertainment news and a Taylor Swift album just showed up out of nowhere. So, <laughs> okay. I've been off of Twitter for three days and this is what happens. But literally as I described it, cause she just kind of popped and was like, what's going on? And I was like, so an entire San Diego Comic Cons worth of announcements and information happened in one tweet. Happened in one thread in a <laughs> three-hour span. Oh man! And so part of that three-hour span, I was on my lunch break at work, so I kind of scrolled up to like catch up, mm-hmm. and it was just me losing my mind in the car, and then just furiously <laughs> refreshing the thread over the course of my lunch break, and then it still wasn't over. Like, they hadn't even gotten to Marvel when I had a clock back in. And I wanted to be like, my job just needs to understand that, like, <laughs> this is very important. It's very and important. I can't be thinking about other things right now. But no. the sacrifices we do to be a grown-up. But, yeah, it's a lot. So we had to do an episode because... It's, it is a lot. <laughs> and, like, honestly... I think the only way to tackle it on, otherwise, like, first off, my ADHD would kick in hardcore if we don't, like, keep this organized. Right. Because there's just too many things. I pulled up the the thread. And so just a little bit of context first before we, like, dive in. So because we've been starved for content and everything, like, I have been paying to the news from, like, the quarterly investors calls that have been happening at mm-hmm. Disney and the other ones have been almost more like parks focused with a little bit of movie news but like there has been much it's mainly just been like we've lost a lot of money having the park shut down for like several months at a time okay we get it right yeah like that kind of stuff or we're pushing Mulan again we're pushing Black Widow again like that kind of stuff and it's been pretty par for the course so that's what I was thinking when they said it was another investor day or whatever Thing. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll catch up on Twitter later just to see what happened, but we'll go about my day. But I didn't realize it was going to be like this event. This. this. It wasn't going to be this. And honestly, it's such a power move because it's totally in response to Warner Brothers last week, basically being like, hey, yeah, like we're going to be one of the biggest nails in movie theaters coffins ever because like Warner Brothers their 2021 slate and they say it's just going to be for the next year but I think it's really something you can't put the lid back on the jar after this like Pam's yeah 
Pandora's box has been open and you'll have set a precedent with your customer base. And it's just, honestly, the theatrical experience as we know it is over. It's Which sucks. It sucks. It's not going to be the same. Like, there's different ways people have talked about it. <clears throat> of like, maybe movie theaters need to adapt and be like a combo of things. And mm-hmm. so, like a venue type place where it's like, there's karaoke in one room or laser tag in another thing. And then a couple of big movie f- screens for when when your big blockbusters and stuff come out. But that being just a movie theater, when things are also released directly onto streaming platforms, it's, it's, it's going to change wildly. And oh, yeah. I don't know how it's going to, but it's just, it's not, it's going to be different. Like we're oh, we're yeah. never going to get to like pre-pandemic no, movie theater never. schedule. It's just it's not happening. So like say goodbye to summer blockbuster season. Well, those I think could still happen, but like anything less than that. But then, but you don't know that because like, look, Warner Brothers is literally releasing <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max free of charge. But so it's, it's hard said, to... it's very interesting that they've announced for 2021 and they, part of why they're being so adamant that it's oh it's just for this year is their next Batman movie is 2022. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be the big tell of when it's like the big ones like the Golden Goose type things because Wonder Woman they still value a lot but let's be real like Batman's the king of Warner Brothers and in the sense of the properties and whether like there's things that you can argue about the like the various isms that go into that and the perceptions there but I the reality of the situation in terms of what like the studio execs and stuff value I'd say Batman's probably their biggest property so to see how they handle that will be very telling and it also makes sense of with some of the Disney stuff we're looking at here. What I think is interesting is the timing of it all in terms of like Marvel-y things that, and kind of Star Wars-ish too, is it worked out very well for them that they kind of concluded both of those right before all of this hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they can be a bit more fast and loose with like and like the Eternals than like if this was we were still waiting for Endgame, you know? Oh my God, could you imagine? I would die. We would die. <laughs> I would not know how to like. No. no. And some people would literally die because they would insist on seeing Endgame in theaters and catch COVID. So yeah, exactly. But there were. It would be a Thanos' right moment. But... Oh, yeah. Anywho, so it'll be interesting just to see how things play out. But as we said, so many announcements. So we're just going to get into it. Because it's literally every branch of, like... All of it. All of it. So Disney Animation, Pixar, Marvel Studios, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and just some Disney Plus... A lot of Disney Plus news. So... Lots of Disney Plus news. So... So much Disney Plus news. Mm-hmm. Okay. So over the next few years, roughly 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, um, 
movies, Disney and animation and Pixar series, plus 15 all-new Disney live action animation and Pixar features will be released directly onto Disney+. Plus. Boom. I don't even know how to process that information. And that's... I don't even know. Megan, that's the third tweet in this thread. going. <laughs> okay. So, Ryan the Last Dragon, it's going to be in theaters March 5th and then it's also going to do the premiere access thing like we did with Mulan. And I know yeah. some people are balking about it of like since you know Warner Brothers is just dropping their stuff for free with their their service, but A, HBO Max is more expensive. And B, right. Like at some point they these pe- they have to make money. Like, you have to make money. That's the point of you can't make a two hundred and fifty million dollar film and animation is so expensive. You can't. You have to get it back, guys. You have to get something back, and so they're not making these movies out of the goodness of their heart and just for funsies. Like they're not. They're not. Even Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is getting launched on HBO Max, but they're still putting it into limited theater release. Yeah. Because, like, um, it's just, they have to do it. And honestly, I know if you're an individual person, $30 is kind of a lot. But if you're a family, and, like, let's be real, this is a Walt Disney Studios animated feature film. Right. There's a lot of families. $30 isn't that much in terms of if you, you have at least two it's kids so and you're going to the movies. cheaper than going to the movies. It's not a bad situation. And, like, once you have it, it's on your account the entire time. And it looks so cute. Because compared to Warner Brothers model, like, it's for free, but it's only for free for 30 days. And then it's going to drop off for a while before it comes back onto, like, being sold as, a like, a Blu-ray or just back onto the streaming platform. And mm-hmm. So this, it's, you get it. Like, once you pay for it, you have it forever. Basically, as long as you have Disney Plus. So, yeah, so it's like a digital download. Exactly. So, honestly, not that much. So, it's essentially like you're buying the movie to like like a movie theater ticket as well as essentially getting it on Blu ray as well. Right. It's all in one. And we love that. And we'll kind of gloss over there's a lot about how Disney Plus and other platforms and international and how that's all going to work out. But, it just shows that, like, it's available in pretty much all markets where... Which we love. Which is great. And that's something that HBO Max didn't really focus on in their rollout, which is not a smart thing because there are other countries besides the U.S. And they have a lot of money. Right. Out, so, um, focusing But on- then you also have to take into consideration that, like, HBO isn't international like game of thrones aired here on hbo but it aired on i think like either sky i think Uh, yeah i think it was sky in the uk so it's like it's not the same thing but even if you were thinking internationally saying like oh we want to launch in all these countries they're not there yet obviously they only just got onto the fire stick like (laughs) they're so they're still working out that roku deal which is insane like, I, I I went to get HBO Max on my Fire Stick, and it only just came, like, a week ago. So, 
they're they got they got bigger fish to fry right now making it accessible in the first country yeah so there's that we're gonna skip over the espn stuff of their sports things that are happening bye 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 (laughs) they're not our bag not our bag that's not why you guys listen to this podcast let's be real it's not and (laughs) so then there's hulu stuff there's like a series of Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez, which is the definition of one of these things doesn't belong with the other. But And it's Selena Gomez that doesn't belong, by the way. Just to make things clear. But, you know, like... <laughs> okay, that wasn't obvious. I, I love the phrasing on it, though. The new series, Only Murders in the Building, re- reunites two comedy icons, Disney legend Steve Martin and Martin Short, who will be joined by the one and only Selena Gomez, coming to Hulu and Star. And it's like, like, no one looked at that tweet and was like, oh, that makes sense. Exactly, it doesn't make sense. But No one thought that. Moving on, because there's so much stuff. But you know what? Before we move on beyond Hulu, you know what's not in that tweet? Do share. And correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't see a Lizzie McGuire on Hulu. No, that hasn't. They're, exactly. They still haven't worked exactly. that out. Well, at this point, isn't Hillary Duff pregnant again? I think so. I think so. Like, so she might just let the, it go for just, a bit, have another baby, and we can revisit this in about two years. And so... <sighs> so hurtful. Hurtful, but I, I'm willing to wait. Not to go all Hamilton, Ugh. but like... I'm willing to I wait guess. for it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to blitz by the Hulu for a little yeah, bit, Yeah, because although I'm excited for the Elizabeth Holmes series of Kate McKinnon playing her, it's going to be great. Here for oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're... A David E. Kelly series with Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy, also down for. That's some good prestige that there. That, that seriously tracks. Um, FX, not our bag. But... Okay. Hold on. The... They're... Oh, they're doing an Alien series on FX, so that'll be intense. Choice. But it's from Noah Hawley, who did Legion. If you haven't seen Legion... I... Oh, that's fair, yeah. I do... Like, Legion is good. It's weird, but it's good. But also... It's so good, but you have to pay attention. Don't watch it as like a, I'm gonna put it in the background and like, no. No, and no. just enjoy Aubrey Plaza's magnificence. The feeling good sequence will make you feel things. And I just love that Aubrey Plaza was supposed to be written out after season one and they loved her so much. They're like, we're going to find a way to make this work. We have to. Like, (laughs) I love it. Because you don't just write out Aubrey Plaza. You don't. Okay. So now we're on to Lucasfilm. Holy cow. Here we go. Okay. I'm limbering up up right now. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So. All right, let's do this. Obviously, Mando's been doing good. Uh, Mando season three is happening. It'll um, premiere in Christmas yeah. of next year. So, there we go. I'm, I, I think, yeah, the finale's this week. So, ah, our, our baby is still in danger. And so. Look for that in, like, what, two episodes? Because the next episode is Christmas. Like the Christmas specials and whatnot. Yeah, so we're going to do Christmassy things and then we'll talk Mando. But, like, the, the yes. finale airs. So we're recording this on a Tuesday and Friday is when the finale of Mando season two drops. So we will have watched yeah. the whole season and we'll have thoughts. 
But, but speaking of thoughts, a lot of Star Wars stuff. Okay, so so much Star Wars stuff. Right, we knew about the. To be fair, we knew about the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan mm-hmm. series. We knew about that because okay, Ewan McGregor's got big mouth. Well, they are. He's they already did the full like the announcement at D twenty three, and yeah. it was a thing. Yeah, and same with the Cassian Andor series. Although we got a like a little teaser trailer for it, but you also have Rangers of the Republic or of the New Republic, a new original series set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. So I'm assuming we'll have some character crossover, crossover a bit. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka, new series starring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Um, set within the Mandalorian timeline as well, and so I mean that's smart though to like put them all in the same timeline because then you do get to have that crossover. Then you get to play in the sandbox together, you know. Right, and who doesn't? I mean, I mean seriously, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's smart to put it all in the Mm -hmm. same timeline. And I know we already just kind of touched on like they have previously announced Cassian Andor series before, but like. I am excited for this one because Diego Luna, I mean, like, okay. Okay. So the other day, Diego Luna was on Jimmy Kimmel talking about something else entirely, something else entirely, his new movie. Can't remember the title. Sorry, Diego Luna. I love you. Anyway. So he was on there and he's like, where are you right now? And he's like, Oh, I'm in London. And he's like, are you, are you filming something that involves space? Is it, is it, is it set in space? And Diego Luna was like, yes, I'm filming something, the Star Wars series. And I'm like, oh, yay. I'm so excited. And so I'm I'm here for it because it was such a good character. And there's so much story to lean in there. And his portrayal was fantastic, too. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. He's Diego Luna. And, like, obviously it's before all the stuff with Rogue One. So we won't, because I totally shipped him and Jin together. And it was, like, a great angsty, tragic-filled ship. But we'll also get some goodness with the Cassian Andor series. And I'm here for it. And then we got the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader. Oh, my God. I When I saw that, I was like... Wait, what did you say? Did you, did you just say Hayden Christensen's coming back? What? I was blown away. So I'm, I'm intrigued, fully, because I was already down for the series because um, Deborah Chow, who did you a few, that too, but Deborah Chow directed a few <laughs> episodes of The Mandalorian last year, and they were really, really good, and so that I'm curious to see how she kind of takes the helm at this and so here for it but moving on because we have to because we don't have a choice I'm sorry we've already been talking for 20 minutes so we need to keep this under like two hours so. we gotta keep going there's a lot to get through guys okay so Star Wars The Bad Batch is an all new animated series so it's kind of in like similar like Clone War style animation and stuff yeah and so it'll satisfy like that type of fan that's like in it um, I think it's well, there's so many people who are obsessed with the Clone yeah. Wars. So, and I hear they're like very well made. So, kudos. Oh yeah, that's what I've yeah. heard too. Um, Star Wars Visions is an original series of animated short films celebrating the Star Wars galaxy throughout 
through the lens of the world's best um, Japanese anime creators. So love that. That's kind of cool. Um, I love that. Um, Lando Calrissian is getting an event series that they haven't said if it's like old man Lando or if it's Donald Glover Lando. But so wait, because they said that they were getting a they were giving him his own movie. Do you think that they're just parlaying this into? I think they're doing a series instead. This? Yeah. Okay, that would be smart though. Give it more time to like breathe. Mm-hmm. But Donald Glover said he was very much on board with that. I remember he's like, yep, I'm getting my own movie. It's going to be great. And then nothing ever happened. So I hope it's I hope it's this because we all need more Donald Glover. Yeah. Unless this interferes with Atlanta season three, then please do Atlanta season three first, Donald Glover, please. Well, a lot of this is fairly late in the game because I know we're just yeah. in early stages of development on that. And then... There's going to be a mystery thriller Star Wars series. So it takes viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers into the final days of the High Republic Ew. era. Ew. I'm curious. Mystery thriller mystery. in space. Okay. I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. I like that they're playing with genre here. That if you're going to be doing like 10 different Star Wars series, then you have to make them different somehow. You have to because if you... Uh, if it gets too same, people are going to get burnt just, out. You'll get burned out so quickly. People won't be interested. They'll be like, well, I've seen this here. And then okay, well, there's a droid then. story, which um, this epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. And... Lucasfilm. Interesting. So Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team in ILM. So it'll be like part animated, part not, I think. So, okay. Okay. Curious. Sure. Other Lucasfilm <laughs> things that aren't Star Wars. Willow. They're doing a series. John Chu's directing a pilot. Warwick Davis is back. Okay. 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 You had, you got me there. You got me with work, David. Indiana Jones okay. is happening because, you know, there was those rumors that, like, Chris Pratt was going to play Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford said, not on my watch. Bleep. <laughs> and <laughs> that, is it going to be like a Logan situation where this is our send-off? Like, I don't know if it'll be that level dark, but also, like, Harrison Ford is... 76? Yes, and this is coming out in 2022. I'm still so... very attracted to him at any age, so I don't care. I'm obsessed. He's with still Andy, so it's like it's just what are they gonna do? I don't know, but it'll be interesting James... to see what they do with that. So James Mangold, um, director of Ford v Ferrari, among other things, he's doing it, and then, um, so Tomi Adeyemi, um, her bustling oh! novel. Oh my god. Oh, sorry. I just, when I saw this, I just, like, melted into the floor. I love Tomi Adeyemi. She's so, if you guys have not read her books, first of all, they're very large. I'm sorry. They're very large. They are very thick books. But the writing is so good. So I'm very excited. It's a series, right? Yeah. Um... It's going to be so, it's going to be amazing. Well, it just says the novel is being developed by Lucasfilm in partnership with 20th Century Studios. So yeah. it might be a movie. Because it's going straight to Disney Plus. I know that. 
which I think is smart. Well, they didn't say it didn't say that in the tweet though, uh, but just saying it's just that it's being adapted in in development. I saw it. I saw it somewhere and sent it to my friend and I was like dying. So I thought it said to Disney Plus, but either way, that's amazing because she would not have sold the rights to just anyone. It was such a colossal like skyrocket to number one rise of that book the first one because this is her these are her first two books and the first book was so successful before it even came out like in arc in um in early reader everything all of that garnered enough buzz that it was uh, her whole first book tour was sold out like there was no way to get in and um, it's just like she had enough clout. She had enough power to pick where she wanted it to go. And they must have given her the best pitch possible. Good, good pitch and a good check. So <laughs> also that. Secure the bag. Mm. Um, Take away TT is doing a Star Wars feature film. I'm so excited. So I love his that. Instagram. His Instagram was like, I can't wait to see how I screw this up. I love him. Sweet, I wonderful him so man. Much. I mean, and I then, mean, like, he made the best Thor. Ragnarok is the best Thor. It, it's great. I highly recommend um, Ragnarok is a limited series podcast that talks about each episode is a 10 minute chunk of Thor Ragnarok. So each episode spends at least an hour talking about 10 minutes of the movie breaking it down, which <laughs> like it, it's great. Um, so look that up. But anywho, Patty Jenkins, y'all. Oh my God, that announcement was so good. It's so well done. Her announcement—it was the announcement. It's just that she's doing it, but like, also, she's just such a great storyteller, and like, they filmed it in really cool visuals of her just like rollerblading up to the car, and then talking about how her dad was a fire fighter pilot, and that. There's All like, she ever wanted to do was make a fighter pilot movie. Yeah, in tribute to him of like the thrill, but also the danger and the grief and loss. And so then she got to do it. And then she just puts on the helmet and like the orange jumpsuit and walks to the X-Wing. And you're just oh like, my yes. God. When she pulled on the suit, I'm like, no. No, she's not. No, this isn't Star Wars. No, this isn't Star Wars. And then she put on the helmet. And I was like, oh my God, it's Star Wars. That's so okay. Rogue Squadron, Squad, Squadron. Squadron. It's okay. It's a, it's it's a mouthful. I'm just I'm very excited. It's gonna be amazing. I'm here for it. So glad that Disney got back on good terms with Patty Jenkins after they screwed up the whole Thor thing. And yeah. so, but now we move on to Nat Geo. That um, there's a Jacusto um, documentary. Um, so random side note. Um, on the special features of the Finding Nemo DVD, there was like a there's a short film that was like narrated by Jean-Michel Cousteau, his son. But oh, that's cute. It was kind of a send-up of it where like he go, I am Jean-Michel Cousteau. And then there's like the theme music that go da 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 da. And then mm-hmm. all, the, all the fish and like Dory would be like, Where is that music coming from? And basically the antics of the fish would then like irritate him and like get him out of his like calm narrator voice and it, it was a funny sketch and I loved it I as love a it. child so I just that's that's the memory I hold here but 
that'll be a fun documentary. Um, Genius. Um, you know, they started with oh, it started with Albert Einstein, and Jeffrey Rush's Einstein on Antonio Banderas's Picasso. Um, right now they're doing Cynthia Revo as Aretha uh, Franklin. Aretha Franklin, yeah. And then now they're doing Martin Luther King. So they haven't announced who did they cast? Oh, there you they go. haven't announced casting, but just that they're doing it. I'm going to so, be very interested to see who they cast. Secret of the Whales, um, Whales, J- James Cameron, um, Real Bugs we Life. We know I so, don't like Whales. Mm-hmm. Real Bugs Life that they're got those crazy cameras that can zoom in on like just literal insects and see them do cool things. America the Beautiful on basically nature and the animals in America because like that is the thing. Our country True and political timescape and all that is in upheaval and who knows what's going on with their actual country. But like, you know, our nature and like the animals and like species that live here are still stunning and majestic. And it's cool to kind of focus on that. Because I love the quote where it's like, you know, European countries and stuff, they have these like stunning old buildings and like history that you get a witness and like that's like their draw but like with us we don't really have that because we're a young nation but we have just these majestic natural landmarks that are well just oh my god and it's insane our national parks yeah so anything that can highlight that and bring awareness to it there we go um then we got like a adventure series that's like part adventure part like science and health with chris hemsworth and mainly chris hemsworth just being attractive and so which we stand i will watch it i will absolutely watch every minute so this next one i just want to like point out the wording in the tweet so finally from nat geo comes welcome to earth working title an epic series from Darren Aronofsky in which Will Smith embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of this planet's most, most extraordinary unexplained phenomena. But it's a Will Smith nature series called Welcome to Earth, and they say it's working With title. With Darren but that, Aronofsky! Yeah, but just the Independence Day reference, like, it has to be the title. You can't do it anything else because it's Welcome right. to Earth. And we just, we need Will Smith to say it the same way he does in Independence Day in the intro. So, but yeah, Darren Aronofsky and Will Smith doing nature weird stuff. What? What? Like a weird triangle. <laughs> like Will Smith, nature, and Darren Aronofsky. Never thought the three would be. Some of one. these seriously seem like Mad Libs, but like this is a Mad Lib. This this one right here is a Mad Lib. This is a Mad Lib. Okay, it's a stream come true. Time for more Disney Plus updates. So these are all. Okay, let me refresh the thread because. And so we got Mighty Ducks. They already talked about that, but now they announced that Lauren Graham is joining the cast. So I always love Lauren Graham. She's great. So yay. Turner and Hooch with Josh Peck. It's still happening. I still, I st- I still don't need think we need it, but go on. It might be a fun little romp. A nice way to spend 70 to 90 minutes. And so. That's... I thought it was going to be a series. It originally said when we talked about it first in our news episode, it was announced as a series. Is it not a series? Is it a remake of the movie now? I think, well... Because it was announced as a series. It doesn't say that it's a series, but it doesn't also say it's a film. It just says a buddy comedy. Mm, So Okay. 
I'm still I'm still on the no side of this, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Big Shot is a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball, starring John Stamos, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jessalyn Gilsick. I'm always happy for Yvette Nicole Brown to get cast in things, so yay. And then the Mysterious Benedict Society, based on the international (gasps) best-selling book series. I'm so excited. These books are so good. Tony Hale and Kristen Schull, so there we go. Which, I mean, hello, bye. Comedy gold, go on. So that'll be fun. Random, but the Kardashian Jenners will create a new global content under a multi-year deal to stream exclusively on Hulu in the U.S. and in multiple territories on Star Internationally. So, like, Disney even conquered the Kardashians. So there we go. They're getting. They're probably like we're ending. That's probably literally what happened. They're like, yeah, we're ending it, keeping up with the Kardashians on E. But it's because we brokered a better deal with Disney Plus. So Well, it's gonna be on Hulu because they are not Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Disney, the Disney mm-hmm. uh, umbrella. I'm sorry. I streaming service, you know, it's just it's fine. I knew it was Hulu, but yeah. But now we got some movies from studio, so these are all like live action-y things. So these are all for sure movie some of these on streaming some of them will eventually be in theaters who knows but hmm. Hocus Pocus 2 we'll is happening Adam Shankman's directing I'm very excited about that because I love Adam Shankman um and I believe they're all on board I think so I and, believe so and then Three Men and a Baby starring Zac Efron is slated for a 2022 release on Disney Plus I'm still Slightly skeptical on that, but yeah, I'm skeptical. I, At least I'm here for Turner some Zephron, Hooch, I'm so. saying no, but I'm I'm on the fence about this one. I will, I will watch this. Let's not get let's not get it twisted. I'm still gonna watch it because it's Zach. I watched that whole weird series that he just did for Netflix, so I'm gonna watch anything Zach Efron is in. Still not sure how I feel about it though. I will obviously be watching it. But unsure how and I then feel. there's a sports movie, and then some sports documentary series is um, cheaper by the dozen, um, done by Kanye um, or Kenya Barris, um, starring Gabrielle Union. And someone pointed out they're like, hmm. "This would be a great time to reunite Gabrielle Union with her co-star John Cho." As far as if we're doing like the blend family thing, for them to be a okay, couple again, okay. like, I would love to see. I that. would love that. I would love it. So Gabrielle Union's the only one attached right now, but make it happen. Get John Cho. I think it would be great. I absolutely think it would be great. Um, Ice Age things are still happening because they bought Fox, so they do own Ice Age. So there we go. Um, because someone likes those enough for them to make as many as they do. Kids eat it up, man. You make animals talking and something's funny in the trailer and boom, you're in. You're in. Um, they're doing an animated night at the museum, so that I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued but reserved because those movies hold such like a special place in my heart. Yeah. I love those movies so much that I and it's hard to imagine anything happening without Robin Williams. So reserved. Reserved. Jungle Cruise, it's gonna still, they're still planning for theaters in July of 2021. So 
like they they are still banking on that being like a big in movie theaters release so yeah we're holding on to that i didn't realize because i knew that like the main three of like the rock emily blunt and jack whitehall i didn't know that jesse plemons and paul Giamatti are in it yes jesse plemons plays a villain i am so excited i learned this however many months ago there was it he did a um they did like a really long form piece on him in Esquire. And I love Jesse Plemons. If you've never watched Friday Night Lights, oh my God, you're missing out on one of the best characters he ever did. Oh my God. Also, so, I love Jesse Plemons. And I was so excited to learn Game Night. He was going to be in Jungle Cruise. Watch oh my Game God, Night. He's so funny in Game Night. And then obviously he's in Breaking Bad for those of you who have seen it. But, but Game Night <laughs> is such a hidden gem and not enough people appreciate it. And I love that I movie know. so much because everyone is so good in it because like you have him just killing it then Rachel McAdams is is the best hilarious and you know I mentioned at the top podcast like friend of the podcast or friend of the pod Jen from Watchover if you want to know what she's like as a personality in real life she is Rachel McAdams from Game Night just just so y'all know and we talked (laughs) about it that and apparently when I told her, I was like the third or fourth person to say it. So she's like, okay, so now I have a lot of expectations going into this movie. And then she watched with her husband. And she's like, yeah, it's me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I was really excited to learn that Jesse Plemons was going to be in it. Yes. So I'm so pumped for Jungle Cruise. Like, I, I think good. it has the making of like, it could be a Pirates level of like new franchise that just loosely is based off of this like park property but we'll create this fun world to follow so i'm down very down and i'm also just down for a scenario where it's july and we're able to safely see things in movie theaters so that's right that's what we're pulling for we're just all pulling for that dolly parton vaccine and that thing's (laughs) the dolly parton vaccine indeed I know that scientists developed it and they are heroes that we are all thankful for, but just for the sake of branding, they should just call it the Dolly Parton vaccine because just call it call it like it is, guys. It's the Dolly vaccine. It, it's catchy. So Barry Jenkins. <laughs> Barry Jenkins, we love. who we love. Hans Zimmer, who we love, Pharrell, who oh. is great. Um they're working on a prequel to the lion king about like mufasa and question mark it's one of those where it's like i like all of the names attached to this but but does that mean i'm going to like it don't know yet don't know but it's a while out so let's be real we'll still see it so it's like yeah skeptical but still gonna see it yeah so they finally announced like officially all of the people attached to the little mermaid and still so pumped for Halle bailey because she's going to be amazing davi diggs is sebastian which i am here for melissa mccarthy as ursula i die i can't i am so excited she god i really gotta say how much like late night tv that i watch um i record it guys relax um but she and her husband were on watch what happens live and someone asked her a question um about it 
and she was like, I think that I think they're back to filming it actually in Australia right now. Or no. No, she's filming something else. I'm sorry. But she was talking about it and she was like, I am so jacked up and ready to play Ursula. So we've got that going for us. That we do. So Javier Bardem as King Triton. Okay. Okay. I I can see that. Okay. I'm still like, I will obviously have to just see how it looks in the movie. And because I know he'll probably have a song now in the movie. I don't know who this Prince Eric is. So who who is it again? His name is Jonah Howard King. And so he's a relative unknown. I'm I'm Googling because like you have to do like something in order to get like to get the role of Prince Eric. Exactly. It's gonna it, like Harry Styles is up for this people. Okay. 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 And now, now that I have experienced the greatness that is Julie and the Phantoms, I I had a headcanon of what what if um, Charlie Gillespie had played Prince Eric, but <laughs> okay. So the BBC Little Woman, he was um, Laurie in. He was Laurie. Yeah. Okay, he was good. I saw that. He was good. And yeah. So just some Britishy things. He was good in that. I saw him in that. I saw the Little Women. That was good. So there we go. And <laughs> precious baby Jacob Tremblay. But I know he's not like a wee babe anymore. But he's gonna I be flounder. So I love him so much. Okay. So the next one on the list, I have a thing where sometimes there's projects where I have no idea how I actually feel about it. Okay. Oh, we're breaking up podcast snacks. No, so I'm in the middle of making like cutting stuff up for dinner. Oh, it's all good. But um, I'm trying to be like quiet. But about there's it. so many things. But yeah, we haven't even gotten to Marvel. This is hilarious. But um, I have a thing where sometimes I have no idea how I feel about the actual project, but I just know that the press tour is going to be amazing. And I'm just ready for all the like bonkers interviews and like BuzzFeed quizzes and stuff that with these people in the same room. And so Chippendale Rescue Rangers is going to be a original movie coming to Disney Plus directed by Akiva Schaefer from the Lonely Island starring John Mulaney as Chip and Andy (laughs) Samberg as Dale. And this is the most bonkers thing I've ever heard. I'm so excited. And they said, like, in the thing that it's going to be, like, kind of meta-y and that it's, like, kind of the, so it's a live-action animated hybrid and so that, like, the real world meeting, like, cartoons and stuff. So I think it might be where it's not, my hope is where it's not, like, Chippendale would be, like, the cartoon portion. Yeah, so I think it might be Like, kind of like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Less of the Alvin and the Chipmunks, but more of a, like, Roger Rabbit scenario. Because I think where if you incorporated, like, 2D into live action, that, because since they've, they've always been 2D animated. And so, that's, yeah. that's what I'm pulling for. But, anywho, regardless, John Mulaney and that's Andy Samberg doing interviews together are going to be amazing. I'm so, I'm so jazzed. 
I'm so jazzed. Where I will just constantly be refreshing for because they'll all end up on Twitter and like little clips and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Then we're getting into a bunch of the live action remakes and stuff, and so they're pretty much all going to Disney Plus now, and so which is now really showing that these live action remakes are just what if the direct to DVD or like VHS sequels and stuff from the nineties got like insane budgets and Robert Zemeckis to direct like that's kind of what's happening now um so although you know what it does make me sad that the sequel to I I tweeted about this I was upset to learn that Enchanted was Disenchanted which is the sequel to Enchanted is going straight to Disney plus like that upsets me we've been waiting for so long and it's like come on really well, that one I'm pumped. For. Well, that one's like an actual thing. It's not just a like I I don't no, lump it in with the but... live action remakes. It's a different category. So we'll get to it. Oh, you're all fine, fine. So continue. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Okay. Tom Hanks is now in. I mean, he's in the kind, nice old man category of roles now. Okay. Made me cry super hard in Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's true. Um, so Peter Pan and Wendy. I don't know if I ever told you. <laughs> so, it just makes me sorry. Just uh, makes me think of Casper meets Wendy. But go on, go on. Yeah, sorry. Um, it makes me think of the lyric from "Fly with Me" by the Jonas Brothers. But um, that's where I'm at. Oh yeah, yeah. It turned out fine. Won't you fly with me? Sorry, I had to. Um, anywho, um. So it's Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell and Jude Law as Captain Hook. And so if this is... Oh, I believe Jude Law. I believe Jude, I believe Law, Jude Law as Captain Hook. So it's either like playing closer to the animated where it's like Jude Law being off type and funny and which he's capable of. Or you go almost in the once upon a time route and make Captain Hook hot. And I'm okay with that as well. I'm okay with either route, mm-hmm. TBH. Exactly. Because um, Jude Law has the capability to really bring in some camp and so that like with any of these and we know you can do to make it interesting coffee, old man yeah but so here we go disenchanted it is like for real happening and amy adams so is happy. coming back as giselle i think part of i guess it's been long enough now that we like patrick dempsey has paid for his crimes essentially so basically the banishment from Shonda now that she's no longer she's barely with Disney anymore um, it's less in in effect you know he got to show up on Grey's recently and is yeah I assume he's going to be in this enchanted because it'd be terrible I thought he said I thought it said it was well, I thought it said it was everyone was back. I, I'm just I'm, I'm just the, going off like, of Twitter, so this... it might have said everyone's yeah. back. So, but because it's supposed to be about like Giselle ten years later, and she's been living here. And I hope we still get a little bit of James Marsden and Adina Menzel and Andalasia. So, oh my god, we need it. James Marsden as Prince Edward was like perfection, and I'm still not Giselle. I've been dreaming of a true love. 
<laughs> so great. And he just gets slammed by the bicycle. So when we get closer to that, I think is when we will eventually do an Enchanted episode because we love it. We stand. Clearly, I like literally cried at the parks earlier when I went in January because I'm sitting there on Main Street and all of a sudden I hear a song from Enchanted and I'm like, oh my god, are they playing a song from Enchanted? Like, I love it. I do. That's why in World of Color, when they do the Dead Parents montage, um, set to So Close from Enchanted, I weep every time. <sighs> I love that song so much. And then... It's so good. So Sister Act 3 is happening. <laughs> with Tyler Perry producing. Hmm. But... But Sister Act 3, it's happening. So between that and Hocus Pocus 2, we are getting some Kathy Najimi supremacy here and here for it because she's a, a treasure. So she is an actual treasure. And then they showed some images and stuff from Raya and the Last Dragon. Still really intrigued by that one. I think it'll be great. And I think it'll be really good. Retrain as Disney princess, y'all. But yeah, speaking of Disney. They were like, hey, we Speaking feel bad about Disney what happened. Speaking of Disney princesses, we are getting animated series for Tiana and Moana. So I lost my, my ish when girl. I saw this news because we've, they've done, okay, listen. They've done my girl Tiana bad. They've done her wrong. Yes. yes. Yes, but they have a chance She's to redeem themselves. So, and then give me a Tiana's Palace restaurant in Disney, please. <laughs> so I assume now they're probably going to want to have the Splash Mountain thing done by the time that this comes out. Yeah. It'll probably be like rolled out at the same time. Like, Yeah. So Tiana's coming in 2022. And then Moana's coming in 2023. So. I'm so excited for both. Ali's I've... career continues to blossom. It'll be great for her to just have this side thing of still doing Moana stuff. Which yeah get get that continual bad girl because you have a long career ahead of you um but it's a good foundation to start things off with and so (laughs) yeah god forbid you start your career with disney just sure but like i love those characters and both of them i'm i think this is a great way to continue exploring the world with and anika noni rose yes anika noni rose is coming back and so god bless Love her I love so her much. dearly, and when she showed up on the sing along, mm, my heart. Because it's one of the things. Second sing along. It was the second sing along. Too, as far as since it is animation, they'll be able to work with whatever schedules and other projects that they're doing, and so like to keep it going. And so I assume, oh yeah, it's really just going to be like Moana's adventures that you're probably not going to get, um, The Rock to do like an animated like like series but i don't know do like little guest spots so i think it'll be more like maybe in a episode but not in the whole series type thing so to let to let our girl shine but i really want jermaine clement as tomatoa to come back at some point because oh my god he is one of the funny i can't i can't i, can't. I love i thought it was one of his funniest roles shiny is such an underrated song it's so great it is such an underrated song it's bop and it's so, it's so good. Like, it's so good. Okay, and can I just say that the Zootopia one, it's called Zootopia Plus, and I'm like, 
why is is Zootopia going to have a streaming platform? Is that what this is going to be about? The streaming wars? But is my girl coming oh, back? Is my girl coming back? Also true. And so, is Jennifer Goodwin coming back or not? These are questions. And then Baymax is getting a series. Because I and need also, to know. That'll be fun. But mainly, I love Jennifer Tiana Goodwin and, and her in that in a series and here for it Woo! because you know how everyone oh like, yeah a lot there's a big thing in disney fandom of like there's a lot of people who are like obsessed like obsessed with tangle and like punzi's my girl and stuff and all that and i just it hasn't really clicked for me i like i like it i mean i'm one of those people like i love because I, I, I really like tangled and i like rapunzel but like it's just she's not to icon status for me but in the way same way that okay. like moana grabbed my soul and so <laughs> the part of it is just like the level of That's the level okay. of vocals involved that mandy moore is fine like she's lovely she's fine but she's not a nika noni rose or ali crovalio when it comes to like yeah that's true so that's, that's, fair. that's fair i'm a bit of a diva and i i I like a bit more of a belt. And so that's where that's fair. I really like these characters. And also I'm just happy. So Moana, there's gonna be it'll totally be like an adventure type series, and that's gonna be great. But I also hope with Tiana we get some like shippery goodness because Tiana and Naveen is an underrated Disney ship because they're great together and we love them. Absolutely. And so let's let's see that love story unfold because I'm here for it. Okay, yeah. moving on. That this is so cool. So, Pan African Entertainment Company Kugali will team up with Disney Animation in a first of its kind collaboration to create an all new sci fi series coming to Disney Plus in 2022, Iwaju. And they showed just some concept art for it, and it looks stunning. I have no idea what it's about or what's going on, but here yeah. for it. But. It's there, and we're gonna, yes, probably going to watch it. for sure. But that's just so cool for, like, Kugali to, like, get this opportunity and that they're partners, and it's not like, oh, we're just going to buy your thing. It's like, no, you're, we're going to work with you to make this and make it on such a huge platform. And so excited for what's coming for them. So we have that, and then we got a little bit of a teaser trailer for um, Encanto, which is new like Disney animation feature that's set in Colombia with Lin-Manuel Miranda doing the music which are all great things but as um friend of the pod Kayla kind of pointed out like no one in the creative listing that is mentioned there is actually from Colombia so like oh yeah maybe they should consider doing that in the future when you're like doing something set in a place and about people from a place have people from that place probably keep yeah as, as a part of like the higher ups in in creators and stuff and so i love lynn but and so lynn's music is great but... so like that's that's the thing i understand why you went for him but then in that case if you have that you need people in like the writing team and the directors mm-hmm. to have some like colombian influence and so there's there's opportunities right. to grow disney to do better but still going to watch the movie. <laughs> but that's all of Disney animation. So now we got Pixar. 
And so, once again, quick reminder that Soul is coming out on Christmas. And so, here for it. Very There's going to be some fun, like, little short-form series with um, just kind of little shorts with Doug from Up, which will be fun. And some more Cars oh, yeah. content because the children love Cars. People love it's, Cars. It's just true. And then... I love Cars. Um, there's a long-form animated series, Win or Lose, that's following a middle school softball team in the lead-up to their championship game, and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. So it's interesting to see Pixar do a series, hmm. how that's going to go. It's it is. Very interesting. And then um, Luca is the next feature film, and I think it's set in, like, Italy. And so um, it's... Celebration of the friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer. And so I think it'll be cute. And so there we go. Then we got, um, so Domi Shi, who did um, the short film Bao that won an Oscar, um, which I love. She's doing a I I can't tell if it's a feature or if it's a, I think it's a feature. Um, called Turning Red, and it's a meet May. She experiences awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> Me too. Same, girl. So, there we go. <laughs> but it'll be cute, and here for it. But the Pixar news of Pixar news. Y'all, Lightyear. The definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear. So once again, it is not the toy. It is the person that the toy is based off of, voiced by Chris Evans. Get ready to go infinity and beyond. Chris Evans in a picture. Very excited for and this. I'm here for it. Because also, you know, Disney I'm and ready. Tim Allen have kind of cut ties. So it's like, dude, you can be replaced. Um, people like Chris Evans mm-hmm. more than you anyway. So, but. Because he's Captain America. Is. And like, I think it'll be partially in his Steve Rogersy kind of tone of voice, but you know where he deepens it a little bit of like Space Ranger. <laughs> that I it'll be great. And Chris Evans just it makes me happy. And you even kind of see in the character design you get like a little bit of like in the eyes and the rest. He looks it's different. different than Buzz and you get a little bit of of Chris in there. So Love, I it. love it. Okay. We made it through Pixar. We made it through Star Wars. We made it through animation. We made it through Je- Not Geo. It is Marvel time. We're almost done. I we made it through an hour. So, like, I, I'm surprised we got to Marvel within an hour. That I, I consider that a win. We got another, we got another trailer do. for WandaVision, which is coming out in just a couple weeks. Can we talk really quickly about like the best part? Because that is Kat Dennings and Balak. Yes. So this is our first look at Kat Dennings because she got to come. She got to come out of D twenty three and looked fantastic. That seeing her in person was fun, but that we got a little bit of teaser her and then Catherine Hahn is just gonna like kill it. I'm just. She is living in this role and it's everything. But then I love Catherine Hahn so much. So much. And I hope this means that like 
I just I just want Kat Dennings back in Love and Thunder. It could happen because we're getting Jane Foster back. If Jane's back, if Jane's coming back, I need Darcy back. But I just, I just all of the sitcom retro references and stuff, it's going to be so weird and so fun. And I'm down. I I'm literally excited for never cared about these characters in a single Marvel movie. But <laughs> no. like they're going to like quickly skyrocket up in, into like my favorites and I will protect them. I mean, I love Paul Bettany and I love Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And I think now that they're at the point where it's like, we're just going to pretend that Wanda never had an accent. They're not dead. She's just going to talk like Elizabeth Olsen. And as soon as they got over that, then we're, we're in a good space. And so it's one of those things they had the deal of like where pretty much their entire love story was mostly off screen. So it's just like, they're in love deal. Mm -hmm. So sticks. So Right? Like, we saw them living Scotland, in, where yeah. were they? Germany? Is that where they? Scotland. They were in Scotland. I apologize. But they were in Scotland. She's just like, this? This? And you're like, oh, we're at pet names. Okay. okay. But I'm here for it. We got here for It's going to be fun. And you also got a first little glimpse of Monica Rambo. Also cool. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. March of 2022. Um, Rachel McAdams is back. Elizabeth Olsen's going to be in it. Um, And we're getting a new actress as America Chavez. So down for that. Um, Directed by Sam Raimi, who did the original Star Wars or Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Spider-Man. And then um, it's going to film ties into WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film. The multiverse is happening. So there we go. Okay. Now we start getting to the part where we got like legit trailers for new things. And so dude, the Loki trailer was the best okay, thing I, I've ever seen. I was going by the order of the thread which was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but we can talk Loki first because Loki I, I watched that trailer too, but Loki so amazing. Amazing. Also and like I Owen Wilson has white I was hair little, and it kind of makes um, him hot and I don't know by Owen Wilson. I was very thrown by Owen Wilson. I was like, what are you doing? Like, surprise Midnight in Paris reunion. How'd you get here? We're going to once again get a press tour where Tom Hiddleston breaks out his Owen Wilson impersonation because you know how he loves his impressions. Wow. (laughs) But. Wow. But also in in the realm of impressions. The trailer looks unreal. unreal. The visuals. Like, who's the creative team behind Loki? Because, like, who's directing this? To IMDb we go. It's, like, everything looked amazing. amazing. Looked. Like, there was was no expense there. And it also makes sense why there's only six episodes, because they couldn't afford more. (laughs) (laughs) Does that come out in March? I know because Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes no, out No, it's later. It is May 2021. So we will, get, okay. we will get pretty much as soon as WandaVision. WandaVision it's going to be, they're going to be all back to back, I think. 
Yeah, they're going to lean into like each other. a week or two in between where we get a break. Mm-hmm. Got a little palate but cleanser. We got Cuckoo Mobile for Raw, and then Richard E. Grant, also a great actor. We got Tom Hiddleston oh, yeah. as D.B. Cooper, and that was a look. And yes, there's going to be so many great fix to come out of this series that I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Where's the... So it just shows cast. I guess when it's TV, they don't really put the directors right up front. No, you have to go like down to like all casting crew on IMDb for TV series. And then it'll go like director and it'll say like three, four, however many they had. Oh, so it's one director. So it's directed oh, by Kate Heron. So also one director. Okay. Get it? That I do. I love that. And and you have one main writer. Because hmm. that was the cool thing. I remember when at D twenty three last year that, which seems a million years ago, but for all of the series when they brought out the creative teams. I think Mm -hmm. all of them had at least one woman in the main team, whether it was in directing or writing. So, like, that's kind of cool and here for. But, yeah, there's a lot to glean from it. And I also think it's just one of those things where the series are going to be able to get a little weird. And I think that's great. And I'm definitely going to get weird. And I'm ready to watch Loki get weird because... He has that in him. But I think the one that's going to be the most of like pretty much just a continuation of Marvel movies, you know, is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be. Well, yeah, because it's, a, it's directly, directly after, after all of that. Steve Rogers. It's going to have the same. I think it's going to be the same vibe as like Winter Soldier because everyone responded to that movie so well. And yeah. And yeah. it's just it's going to be that action thriller. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be really cool of just showing of that the legacy of, like, the shield and Captain America and the symbolism and, like, iconography and stuff is so complicated in that even though he's, like, Sam's the heir apparent that people didn't want to immediately just give it to him. He knows so he, he knows he has to earn it. it, but then they also like government and branding and stuff. So they still wanted, let's be real, the white blonde golden boy to like keep keep the symbol going. And yeah. but no, get over it. Captain America's black now, and that and the visuals in this look like it's that cinematic scene where yeah. you just see where uh when falcon just jumps out of the plane and bucky's like oh bye, it's I like, guess. he's basically like great i have another like, one that, that's such a Steve and... move. so then it's just like dang it <laughs> right <laughs> I'm so... I, love it. I love it it's gonna be so it's it's gonna be like i'm I was genuinely upset that we didn't get it this year because of the Rona, but I think it'll be worth the wait. Yeah. I just I know it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be then, amazing. Black Widow in theaters May seventh is what they are saying. 
Okay. Whatever. What sure. if I am super pumped? What if it's going to be so cool? I'm down. Yes. Because we, we get more of my girl Peggy, among other things. And I'm it's going to be excited. great because the best part is they got everybody back. Like, literally everybody. I know. And so, like, even for the Captain America stuff, like, they got Tucci back, which the world needs more Stanley Tucci. So, here for it. We all need more It's true. And then they, like, release the official cast for Shang-Chi, which, like, that's going to be great. That's July is what they're listing right mm-hmm. now. We'll see how things go, but that's cool. Um, Miss Marvel, like, super pumped for. Like, I think that'll be great. And you could tell the, like, writers they picked for it are super passionate about it. And so that's always a good sign. Um, Captain Marvel 2 in November of 2022. Mia DeCosta! And Miss Marvel will be in it, as well as Monica Rambeau. And then Eternals is still happening. And... Yeah. Then... Hawkeye, um, is going to be Kate Bishop. And so they hadn't announced it before. And everyone yeah, looked she's at there. the concept art and was like, that looks like Haley Steinfeld. We're pretty sure. And then now, and now there have been so many yeah, sets. So now it's like, it's, out, so it's yeah. like, okay, come on, seriously. So it's time to pass on the mantle. <laughs> and so it's one of those things we knew about the series for a while and to the point when I was watching Endgame. And it's like, you know, um, what's his name? Clint and Natasha are like fighting of like who's going to sacrifice themselves. And I'm like, well, one of you has a series on Disney Plus. So <laughs> I think <laughs> I know how this ends. <laughs> yeah right and also that series is going to have via formiga and like a bunch of other really great actors in it so here for it and it Very is official for that. tatiana maslani is she hulk she was in talks previously but it's happening i love her, I so, love much. her so much and mark ruffalo is going to be in the series so also down for that because i think very i can't wait exactly to watch i think they'll play three. off each other it's going to be everything and so I, I think Absolutely. it'll be really cool. And we got a female director on that, so even better. Um, Moon Knight is still happening. They haven't announced who's playing it yet, like, because it's still rumored that it's going to be Oscar Isaac, but that's not official just yet. Um, Sam Jackson is coming yeah. back as Nick Fury with Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. I thought their dynamic was great in <laughs> Captain Marvel, so I'm here for it. I loved it. And so we're bringing in Secret Invasion, um, Dominique Thorne, who has had some great acting roles recently. She's going to be G- Riri Williams as Ironheart, and so creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man, and she's great. And then Don Cheadle is coming back as James Rhodes, aka Rhodey, aka War Machine, in Armor yeah. Wars, a classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? And I have a feeling that those two series are going to play with each other and have a bit of crossover to them. I think they I think will so tie too. in. Just a thought. Um, Guardians is doing a Christmas special. and Well, holiday special. In 2022, James Gunn is writing it. So it'll be weird. And sure. 
<laughs> I guess. That more Bradley Cooper as a Rocket, which... Well, that's, that's the best it is. part. But then we're getting a little, like, a short series with little shorts with Baby Groot. So, okay. Get it, Vin Diesel. Keep those checks coming for saying one sentence. But he says it every time and in every language. So he's committed. So, you know, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. He gets that Disney money. And then, as we said, Christian Bale joining the cast of Thor Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher. So... That's ominous. Very excited about that. Of butchering gods, but also what a badass name. More. Like I know, I know he probably wants to be done at some point, but I like Thor too much. I don't want to watch him die. Well, I do. No, so I don't like because he could still pass off the title, you know, like he's passed off the kingship to um, Valkyrie, and then he can pass off the Thor title to Jane Foster. But he could still be, like, still pop up every now and then. Leave it open-ended. Like, he can leave, but don't kill him. Yeah, don't kill him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, you know, it all comes back around that now there are two different Batmen that are in the MCU because they also have Michael Keaton. And so that's happening. And pretty sure this is Christian Bale's first Disney movie since the Newsies. So... (laughs) So there's that. So there's because, that. Because, yeah, Newsies came after Pocahontas, right? Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think Pocahontas was his first little baby Christian Bale. And then... Yeah. Then Newsies, which... Wow. So a lot of time... In- Get your paper! Turn off like... His accent is so terrible, but I love it. I love it. It's so bad. It's Which horrific. teaser, we will be talking about that soon in an upcoming episode. But. Because they have the movie and the Broadway don't. show. And Disney+. we are paying homage to one Kenny Ortega in a massive episode that will is taking a lot of planning because we're going to have a fair amount of guests and stuff. And so it might be a two-parter, but we will see. Um, but yeah, Ant Man three, it's going down. It's called Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania, which is ridiculous. That's, but you that's know, fair. To it, that's fair. And yeah, Paul Rudd did. And give mm-hmm. me more Michael. And Michelle Pfeiffer is coming back. And it's one of my favorite Michael Pena roles. Catherine Newton. Okay. Um. Oh, it's that girl. So she's been in a few stuff recently. Like right now she's in that horror movie where it's like she switches bodies with Vince Vaughn. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. She was in Little Women with the guy. Yeah, who's... so she yeah. she's fun. And there. Um, she's now going to be the grown-up um, Cassie Lang. So whoever the girl in Endgame was that I guess she didn't okay. get to stick around. So sorry, whoever that was. You yeah. thought you had an MCU role and but oops. It happens to the best of them. Talk to the poor kid who played John um, John Ambrose at the end of To All the Boys. And then they're like, no, we want Jordan Fisher. He's more famous. Right. And so it, it happens to right. the best of them. And so apparently Kang the Conqueror is in that movie. And that's an important comics-y thing from what I watched from some videos responding to all these announcements. So that'll be interesting because I know they're 
everyone's kind of curious after we've done Thanos, like what's the big bad that we're leading up to after this? Like, where do you go from there? Um, Black Mm -hmm. Panther 2 is still on the slate for July 2022. And they have confirmed that they're not recasting the character, which thank goodness. Like, Thank God. that would be a terrible move. Um, it's being written and directed by Ryan Coogler. So I know he's kind of reworking things from what he originally planned. But we'll explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. So we're going to get some more Okoye. We're going to get some more Shuri and good stuff. So there's that. And then yeah. Fantastic Four. It's happening. Um, so John Watts, who did Spider-Man Hulk. Um, homecoming choices. Yeah, that was the first one, right? Yeah, because it was homecoming, far from home, and then whatever this mm-hmm. mortgage fork is going to be. Um, is. Yeah, so he did the first one, and I enjoyed that movie a lot. So, um, curious to see what Fantastic Four is going to be like. Oh. And we made it through oh, the yeah. thread. Woo! That was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. So that's just. It that did. So, any overall thoughts? We're, yeah, we're in for a lot. <laughs> Expect more content. So, yeah, this podcast is going to keep going until at least twenty twenty three for a while. Enjoy. So, Enjoy. at least the rest of my twenties, I will still be doing this podcast because. I'm in my 30s, so I got nothing. <laughs> I, I just realized it was like 2023. That's like when I'll turn 30. So there we go. So, yeah, so stick around because we have plenty to talk about. We got plenty to talk about, guys. So the world might <laughs> ascend into further chaos, but we will still be podcasting. <laughs> we still will be. And our next episode is all about Christmas. Yes, so we will get merry and festive and. I just bought a Disney Christmas sweater. Well, it's a sweatshirt, but a, earlier today. Perfect. So even though it's a audio Count. medium, trust I will wear it and that'll be fun. And so things to look forward to. But yeah, it's a lot. I feel it's a lot. It's one of those where you've been talking for so much in like such a period of time where on my days off, I don't usually talk that much because I'm just fiddling on my phone and whatnot. So this is the most I have spoken all Thanks. day, but now I'm wiped because so much content. If if you could pick three things that you're most excited about, name them. Disenchanted, solid, for sure. Disenchanted, Loki. And Buzz Lightyear. Solid picks. I would say Loki as well. Moana. And. And Rose. Yeah, Doug, Moana and Tiana. God, there's just too much. So, yeah, there's too so, much. Okay, there's too much. So Can't I don't think the overlap was Loki, but like Rogue Squadron and Moana would round it out for me. So there we go. A lot to look it. forward to. 
Well, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned in the years to come, apparently, that we will still be talking about content on Disney+. Plus. Years. Thank you so much for listening now and hopefully you stick with us through all of that. And so... Thank you so much for listening to Once Upon a Stream. Make sure to subscribe and drop those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts as they really help us out with our visibility and we really do appreciate it. And don't forget to follow us at Once Upon a Stream on both Twitter and Instagram for updates on future episodes. As Mickey says, see you real soon. Bye. Bye.